Hey friends, I'm bringing you another bonus episode this week from our awesome ladies group, Moms in the Middle Talks. This one is a conversation about the struggle with mom friends and really how to cultivate friendships as an adult. And I give a little bit different perspective because I'm on the the older end of this group of women as far as I think just me in general being in my 40s, I think they're more in their 30s, but either way, they have younger children. So it's really kind of cool to be able to listen to them and experience kind of what the things they deal with and how it feels to create friendships. So especially, I mean, no matter where you are in your, your kid life, I believe if you've still got children at home, this would be a great conversation for you to listen to. So I hope you've been enjoying these bonus episodes and we'll continue to do them and bring them to you. So what we do is we um, do a Zoom live in somebody's group almost every week. And then we're just kind of sharing the audio out in all different places. And I'm just so honored and excited to be part of this group of women. They are so cool. And I love how God has brought us together so that we could just have these really candid conversations. And I think that's what's important these days because I know if, I don't know about you, I think I do know about you though. Like we just, we're over this fakeness, right? Like I just want people in my life who are real, that are authentic, that just tell tell their truth about their lives and their situations and their and the junk like that's the whole point of like being in the middle like in the middle of the mess and the muck and being honest and reaching out because i think that's the thing is so many times i believe that the enemy uses uses our thoughts against us to say you know well you're alone nobody else feels this way no one else is struggling like this to make friends there must be something wrong with you or you know just this ridiculous crap and so we don't reach out and say hey let's have coffee let's go out let's have a date or we don't reach out and say hey i need some help i think that's the thing too is like i want you to know that you are in a place where you can reach out and with anything that you have going on in your life it's there's so much power in just the fact of like holding your hand up and saying hey i need some support here so what a long-winded intro. I get it, but this stuff is so big on my heart, and I'm really enjoying these conversations with these women because oh, they are the real deal, and I love it. I love these conversations. I hope you're enjoying them too, and I'll see you soon, ladies. Hey, sister. Do you feel stuck? Do you feel like you're living each day over and over on a loop? Maybe you feel like a failure because you keep telling yourself that today will be different. You wake up each morning hoping to do better, but when the afternoon rolls around, all your promises to yourself are shot. And society screams, you deserve to have that drink, eat that piece of cake, and scroll mindlessly through social media. Hi, I'm Michelle Porterfield, certified mindset and breakthrough coach, mom of three, former daily wine drinker, excuse maker, and promise breaker. Coffee's my jam, dry shampoo is my BFF, and I am so glad you're here. I have created this community to help you walk in faith towards freedom from alcohol and other strongholds like it. 
Together, we will work to show you your value, your strengths, and your ability to overcome. So pop in your earbuds and go for a walk or buckle up for your commute. Girl, get ready for straight talk and the truth because it's time to elevate your mindset, develop healthy routines, and begin to thrive alcohol-free. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Hey guys, welcome. Um, you guys are in the So She Grows Mom community and I'm so grateful for you that you're here in the middle of messy motherhood. As you can see, like I am literally in the mess of my motherhood. I wasn't going to show you all the squatty potty, but I just did. Um, <laughs> anyways, so we, <laughs> as I've mentioned before in the group, you guys, um, there is a group of me and some other mamas um, who have put together these conversations of moms in the middle to talk about motherhood and the messiness and all that that goes with it like raising kiddos raising families having marriages trying to focus on yourself and all those things and so um you guys I'm so excited to have everybody in here so we are talking about the struggle of making mom friends and before we get into that I want everybody just like in I'm going to say everybody's name. You all can wave and everybody can kind of put a name to the face and see who we are and whatnot. So we have me, obviously y'all know me. So she grows podcast. I'm the host and I'm your hype mom in here. Always giving you the tough love. You guys are probably tired of hearing me all the time, but I love you. Um, okay. So Katie may, she is in the marriage empowered, um, mama in here. And she is all like our go-to for marriage questions and all those things. So Katie say hi. Um, and then we have Michelle, Set It Free Sisterhood Podcast. We have Ryan with the Wellness in the Word Podcast. Katie Lynn with Stepping Into a Joyful Podcast. Okay, and then we have Katie Hedrick. And she is my Barno twinsy right now. Like, <laughs> and also, I like aspire to be you, girl, because you always come in here like fire on, like you're ready. I just always love you. So you guys, these are the mamas that are here today. Um, super excited. So let's get in this conversation about making mom friends because, and Kristen, don't forget Kristen. Oh, Kristen girl. Did I forget you? <laughs> no right. way. Girl. Okay. Hey. Of course, hey, twice. Of course so the girl days. having the rough day, man. And I had to go and make it worse. And then Kristen Chadwick in here, y'all, she has an amazing podcast too. So as we're talking about making mom friends, I wanted to kind of open it up and ask you guys like, has that always been the case for you that making mom friends is either easy or hard or like what has your guys' experiences been pre kids and do you feel like it's evolved? Do you feel like it's changed? Do you feel like it's gotten better? It's gotten challenging. Like, let's just start opening this conversation of like where we are kind of and what, where we've been. And then we can kind of go from there. Anybody I'll jump in that? first. Girls, I, cause as you were talking about this topic, I was just thinking back to when I first got married, actually, cause I got married pretty young, I guess, in today's like standards. I met my husband, I was 19. He is nine years older than me. So he was 28. I was 19. We got married when I was 20. And so all my girlfriends were still living up yes. college life. Mm -hmm. And I remember just going through this season of my friends or who I thought were my friends being really angry with me and feeling like I was being really distant with them as I was trying to step into that role of wife and what I thought a godly marriage should look like. I definitely did not have it all figured out back in those days, but I just remember them all being like 
angry with me. And like, they would have get togethers and not understand why I wouldn't just ditch my husband and jump in and join into these, you know, get togethers with them. And then same thing when I had started having babies, because I started having babies really young, younger than all my friends. Some of my friends weren't even married yet when we started having babies. And so I just remember kind of like feeling like I needed to break some ties. Um, and that was hard. That was hard. I remember like mourning the loss of some friendships because whether it was them breaking ties with me or me knowing that I needed to break some ties with them, that season was really hard for me. And so I just kind of wanted to bring some awareness to that because for some of the young mamas out there, I would imagine that this is a pretty common thing for young moms, especially if you're the first in your friend group to start getting married or have babies. And there's this season of almost like mourning the loss of these friendships that you know that you have to let go of. And the same thing happens when we are on this personal growth journey in our life and in motherhood. Sometimes even years down the road in motherhood, there are friendships that we have to let go of and it's hard, but it can be necessary. I feel that so much because I was in the same boat of I, we didn't get married early. We did things backwards. We had babies early, but like all of my friends were still in that college phase. And I, I felt guilty that I was like leaving them behind or, and then also this kind of sadness of, because my group of friends, I've seen other friends who, you know, you're, you're the first to have the baby and then they come alongside you and support you and stuff. And, and my group of friends just didn't know how to do that or, um, for whatever reason, weren't there in that way. And so it was like this, this like catch 22 of being guilty of not being able to show up. Like they would text and be like, Hey, we're going to dinner at nine. And I'm like, well, like, uh, you know, I'm laying my, you know, my kiddo down, like I can't, and, you know, try to take a toddler to a dinner at nine. I mean, come on. And then, you know, and then, um, also them not coming in and, you know, kind of transitioning with me. So it's like this really hard place to be in of like, you want to be there, but you feel like you're outgrowing each other and you feel like you're going in different directions. And it's, it's a sticky situation for sure. I'll speak to that too. Just that young phase. Um, my, well, I'll, I'll say (laughs) my husband and I were super codependent on each other. Mm -hmm. So we had zero friends when we got married because um, most of our friends were in college, but we just didn't want to hang out with anybody other than each other. Mm-hmm. And so by the time kids came along, that ended up being such a, um, actually a beautiful twist of us praying together and asking mm-hmm. for friends that could actually come alongside us and help us in our marriage. And that is one of the most, um, abundant answers that we have ever received from the Lord of just friends that were mentors. And then we were in a marriage group and we've been in a marriage group since basically day one. Um, and just that strong community that feels like it multiplies, um, which has its challenges too. But what I was piggybacking on was just that young place of marriage of, you know, kind of feeling like it's us it's just us two and that's all we need. And then we were like, wait, we need people. (laughs) (laughs) We need more than each other. So I just want to encourage those young couples that are, you know, that that's kind of been their motto of, we just need each other that, oh man, there's so much more to be had in friendships. And it's so worth it for him to have friends and 
for me to have friends to process and, and verbalize what I'm going through that he can't necessarily be there as a friend, um, or as a woman friend. Mm -hmm. And I remember this one mentor, um, in that very early stage, she was like, guys just need time together to go get sweaty and bump up on each other and smack each other in the butt. And I was like, okay, so you're saying what? And she was like, he needs to go play some sports with some dudes. And I was like, okay, deal. And so, and he has, for the most part, most of our marriage, every Saturday morning, he goes and gets sweaty with a bunch of dudes. They play basketball for like three hours and it's so good for his soul. And it really is um, a gift. So I'm just going to say that for right now. <laughs> Do you guys feel like you pre-kids, pre-marriage had a good social or like friendship circle? Do you feel like you guys had that kind of support or like, where was everybody at in this group? Like for me, no, obviously no, <laughs> I think I just shared that. But so I want to see like how that works out and plays into, cause like for me going into motherhood, I struggle with that. I've like been on my hands and knees crying to my husband, like, where are my people? Like God, like, where are they? And just struggling and wrestling with his silence and that I'm feeling like, like, Lord, like, don't you see me? Like I'm showing up for these people. Where are they for me? So I'm curious, um, if you guys were in the same spot of like, or if you had those circles established where in motherhood, it was kind of a different thing of you guys just celebrating a season of even closeness or what did that look like for you guys? So I don't think, go ahead, Katie. No, go ahead, Ryan. You're good. I, I feel like when I think of friendships, I think of like kind of two different periods of my life. And mm -hmm. that's like being like a kid and a teenager. And then now, cause I almost feel like there's like this gap of like when I was just kind of on my own out there mm -hmm. and it kind of sounds like maybe that's how you guys are. But like, I think of like my childhood friendships and my teenage friendships of like, and mostly like, like the girls that I've known from way back, like elementary school that are still some of my dearest friends. And like, we're the friends who can like not talk for a year literally, and then just like hang out and, you know, pick right back up. So I feel like there's like probably four or five of those really good, close, like sister friends that I grew up with, you know, and whether it's like, we're sharing just like surface level stuff or you know, deeper stuff. Like, I just feel like that special connection with them. And I feel really lucky to have those friendships. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I feel like just now more recently, I've started creating this group of women who are like my sisters in Christ friends, you know? And for a long time, I feel like I just had like surfacey friendships, maybe through my twenties. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, I was isolated and I think it was like self-isolation for a lot of reasons in my own personal life. Um, and now I just feel really grateful that like I have these friendships that I have intentionally cultivated mm -hmm. through church, you know, through the podcast, through just really desiring to create women, uh, like have other women around me and have that community around me. Cause I feel like God's really spoke that into my life, the importance of community and not being alone. And um, also not just having the friends who like, I can complain to, and they're just going to be like, yeah, you know, pat me on the back mm -hmm. and tell me like, you deserve to feel that way. But like have the, the friendships rooted in God who are going to be like, we hear you, we see you here. We're praying for you, but like, here's also some truth. Like, mm -hmm. let me give you some, some love. And, yeah. um, 
and pray for my marriage and the hard times and not just tell me like, Hey, walk away. Right. Cause, cause that's really easy to say. Um, so I don't know if I'm even like answering this question, right. But I think it's super important to have friendships who are for you, but who are going to be um, like just truth tellers and truth seekers and always point you back to God. Of course, this group of women does that for me and I'm so grateful. So I just want to encourage you that if you're a believer to have that community who will pray for you, if you're not a believer, it's still so important to have community. Right. And, um, and I just pray that you would see God in that. Mm. So that's what I had to say. <laughs> Katie, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say my husband and I, so my husband is the extrovert out of us. What? No way. I, <laughs> I don't believe that. What? I know. <laughs> um, yes. So if you can imagine our friendship circle, <laughs> uh, I, I will be the one who will be like, I want to be alone and I can mm. recharge. And like when we were first married, he would like assign me play dates when he would like go <laughs> out and he'd be like, don't worry, don't worry. Her, his wife is going to come play with you. And I'm like, what? Like, I'm going to watch Netflix and be alone. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> uh, we, yes, we had a very, actually a very close French uh, friendship circle. And we actually like from like, cause I've grown up here my whole life. Uh, mm. So I've got like friendships all the way from high school and I'm very blessed that way. But like as we stepped into just being married and finding like-minded individuals, we actually um, found a, a few really close friends of ours uh, from the church and then expanded out with their groups and their circles. We actually all kind of were like, hey, let's like have kids at the same time. How cool would that be? So we even just try to like be like the friend circle who now we did the married thing. Now we're going to do the kids thing. And awesome. uh, and it, it was it was awesome in theory. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, but everybody had their own challenges in that. Right. Mm. And, um, also it really brought to light. I think like people have touched on this, but it brought to light to us, some of our closest friends who we thought like were like with us in Christ. And, and I really want to speak to this because I think a lot of people turn away from the church because of experiences just like this, mm -hmm. like, and community because of experiences like we've had is we had really close friends of ours that we actually, had a big falling out over and, um, and we really went back and forth on mourning this massive loss because they were so close. We were, we were Christians, like where, what, what was going on was going wrong, you know? And when we really turned back to like evaluate, like looking back at ourselves when we made the friendship and looking back at, and looking at ourselves now and all the changes that happened, you know, like it, it's, it's really, it's a good thing to be aware of people don't always stay the same and what, mm -hmm. you know, did align with you at one point may not align with you now. Right. And it's important to understand that no one is perfect, even if they are, you know, claimed Christian or they are saying that they're following Jesus, right? Like we all fall short. We all sin. And I, I'm not trying to like get on a pulpit here, but that was really our experience was like, we actually had a big falling out with some really meaningful friendships. Um, and we had to reevaluate like what was important friend, like friendships, right? Like I'll talk to anybody. My friends make fun of me because I'll be like that person at the park who decides to just make a friend and start talking. Mm -hmm. Um, but my circle is very tight. Mm -hmm. Like I'm very selective with like who actually 
knows me in a deep manner. And that is because like, I want to make sure that they're positive, Mm -hmm. right. That they're going to pour into me that I'm going to pour into them. This isn't a husband bitch session or, you know, let's just get together to complain. And early on in my motherhood too, I was, I didn't adjust to being a mom. Well, um, in my, with my first son and I was a stay at home mom and had no idea what I was doing (laughs) and, um, just grasped at like any friendship I could find at the gym or, you know, would take their kids to the, you know, splash pad with me in a hundred degree weather. And, um, not all of those were, were productive, right? Like, and it's, I think the biggest thing I had to learn was like, just because people are friendly and social doesn't mean that they are like the people you need to invest in. Right. Or like make your friends. And that was a big lesson that my husband and I had to learn just in parenthood, but it is so important to have like, so important. And like these ladies, if you guys are listening for listeners, like just because your friends aren't like your next door neighbors, Mm. right? Like in today's day and age, there is a massive opportunity for community you know, um, this just was totally God ordained. (laughs) And so, so yes, it's don't, don't just think it has to fit in a box either. Like be open to, Mm -hmm. to letting that friendship in as well. Mm -hmm. Just to piggyback on what Katie may said, I think, and totally what I'm hearing from Katie may is just the importance of matching our values that we have overlapping and and similar values with the people that we're choosing to be friends with, I think is going to be really complimentary. Mm -hmm. So that gives, that gives me two questions then, because this is something that I've been wrestling with this idea of pre-kids. We used to meet women and just look at them and evaluate them. And we did it. Like I say this in a good way, in a healthy way, but you're checking her out, right? Like this is the revolving door of mom Tinder friends, right? You're like, is she, (laughs) is she like my vibe? Is she, you know, like all these things you're like checking all the things, right. To see if you guys can match in some way. But then now you add a layer of motherhood to it. And now you're watching her and evaluating her as a mom. Like, and I feel like I do that first before I evaluate her as a, as a woman herself. So I think, I wonder if that is more challenging for us now, um, when we try to make friends, because if we were to go to the park and have a mom date and, you know, our kids are present, then we're more likely to talk about like, you know, what are we dealing with, with our kiddos, what's going on? Like, oh my gosh, I'm sleep deprived. What do you do for this? He has a butt rash. Like what cream do you use for that? Right. Like, but then if we were to take away all that and meet up with a mom over, you know, brunch or whatever, and it's just you and her, then it's a completely different experience. And so I'm curious, like, do you like, do you guys feel yourself in that same shoe? Like, how do we, how do you navigate? Do you think that that's a good thing or a bad thing that now we're trying to like go through the filter up like mom and then woman, or like, should we try to let not focus on that and go back to who is she as a woman, who is she as a person? Like, what, what is y'all's thoughts? Well, if it's okay, I'm going to share, um, I'll, I'll touch on that, but I don't have little kids right now. So y'all may (laughs) definitely have a little bit more of that. I love that. I love that you are in a different stage than us. Yeah. It's really been fun listening too, because I also got married at 28. So I was in a different season there too. I was already, you know, doing the adulting thing and had my own home and then met my husband. So, you know, when I think about friends in general, I really do visualize them in seasons and the seasons were, you know, myself, marriage, and then, you know, little kids, Mm -hmm. then school age kids. And then now where they're in the big kid category and teenager, 
And when I think about the types of friends too, and y'all may even, this may even go into that conversation. I've learned that I, I look at myself like I'm in the, the center of like this, this ring of people. And there's this one that's really close to me. Mm-hmm. And I really keep, that's my, that's my core ladies. Right. And then there's some out here. So I have like some really great, you know, acquaintance friends or friends that like we maybe it's work friends, things like that, you know, where, Hey, you, you would help each other out or, you know, pick each other up for a ride you know, if you needed it, but then that, that core to me is really what we're talking about here. And for me, I think that is where it's, it's a form of dating or a type of an interview when you are spending time with these women. Cause you know, I don't know if you've experienced this, but I've met people that you do meet for the first time and they just, they, they spill it all out. And, mm-hmm. you know, for me, that's a red flag. So I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> you don't even know if I can handle this yet, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it is more of just taking the time to get to know them. But I can even tell you too, as, um, Katie was talking earlier, I thought of a a specific friend that we really had most, the things in common was our lifestyle. We drank a lot and we worked out a lot Mm -hmm. and we spent a lot of time together for years. And when I changed, she didn't change. And so I went through that grieving process too, but now that I'm in this place now, I've cultivated two really dear close women relationships. And it's just kind of been like, um, one I've never touched and met in person. She lives in Norway. Um, of course I consider you ladies, especially a few of you that I'm already getting to know very closely, my friends. And then another one that's local. And we literally met through the kids in sports but it was just kind of like, and we're opposites. So I guess sharing this, I want to say that sometimes if we look too much at their lives, we might miss people that we could really connect with. If we're prejudging like, Oh, well, she kind of is the same as me, or I see her doing the same things because this, my girl here, (laughs) this, my buddy, like if you were to profile us, you'd be like, why in the world do they hang out? Cause Mm -hmm. it's not day, but that's what, that's why we compliment each other. So, you know, I'm going to just end it here. You know, when you are meeting new people, take the time, just like you would in any relationship, you know, invite them to coffee, have conversation and just slowly cultivate it. And then you'll know what, how far you need to go with, you know, is she close? Do we be, am I able to be vulnerable with this person and really share? Or is this someone that, you know, I enjoy being around, but we're going to keep her more out here. So that is such great insight. And I love that you talked about that. You said one of your dearest local friends was, was it the, the parent of one of your kiddos friends? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 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 I have. Yeah. yeah, I have found that too. One of my dearest local friends, my little guy and her little guy became best friends. I didn't even know her before they met. And I think that locally, that is such a great way to eat, to meet, to eat, <laughs> to meet other mamas. Just like you said, Michelle, we are polar opposites. I'm actually an introvert, just like you, Katie Mae. And she's an extreme extrovert. Today, we actually, I'm sunburnt. We actually just came in from kayaking on the river today. Her and I and both of our sons together. And Ashley, what you were talking about, I feel like as we grow in friendship, 
when Alicia and I hang out, we're the same, whether we're with our boys or not with our boys. And, you know, we've been friends now, like our friendship has grown over the years. And it's like, I feel like we're just who we are when we're together, whether our kids are with us or not, it's really grown into this beautiful, like relationship where again, like almost like opposites attract, like Michelle was talking about. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Do you guys think that something with I, that I struggle with as a friend and y'all, like, I will admit this. I, I had a season in high school where I sat in the stall, like, and by myself ate my lunch. So I don't know if you guys can relate to that. If anybody watching the live or listening can relate to that, but there are seasons and some of us who just struggle. And like, I never had a example of my mom cultivating friendships with other women growing up. She had my aunt and that was about it. And so I didn't understand that concept of how do you do that? And how do they like grow so tight knit. And I was always kind of felt like I was on the outside of all these really tight knit groups and I couldn't ever find my way into them. And I think that I see so many mamas out there that are like, you know, I try to approach her at the park. I try to, um, you know, put myself out there and I just feel like I don't fit or, or it's not reciprocated or, you know, so what do you guys, do you guys have advice for that? Have you have experience with that? Um, because I'll admit that there's been a time or two where like, you know, I try to approach your mama on my kid's sports team or at the park and like, Hey, like, Oh, so your kid must be the same age as mine. And they're just like, yeah. And then they like walk off and you're like, cool. Like, okay. You know, like, you're just like, nice talking to you. Uh, um, so like, what is your guys' experiences with that? Cause there are definitely some mamas who can relate to you guys having really close relationships and, um, continuing to cultivate those today. But then there are some mamas who are listening or watching that are struggling in that area of like, what, you know, how, I, how do I continue on this process of putting myself out there, putting myself out there and I can't find my people. I want to, I want to ask you just kind of on that piggyback question too, is did any of you find that the difficulties or struggles, if you had any, like when it comes to like your own relationships and friendships mirror that same difficulty within your, your marriage? Mm. Because I I asked because I found that, like, I found that like with like, so uh, the more like healing and self awareness I did, right. Like I found that like a huge um, issue between my husband and I's relationship was my expectations of him. Right. Like I Mm. give so much of myself, therefore he's never giving enough of him. Mm. And I found that actually, when I looked at it, I also found that in my own friendships, right. Like I just kind of felt like, Oh, like I was let down a lot by my friends. Mm. Um, but in all reality, I just had these expectations. Right. Mm. So I don't know if, um, that can shed some light on a few things typically. And what I find even with my clients, you'll find that like, if you're struggling in this area with relationship or in your marriage, it's just so right in your face so you can see it, but you actually will find that that's going to spread outward and affect that same way, right. Mm -hmm. Throughout your friendships as well. I don't coaching session. I'm like, Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, one thing is asking yourself, what is it that I'm looking for out of a relationship? You know, when you're approaching these, this woman at the park or whatever, like really defining what it is that you have time for and that you want in your life, because then that's going to help you realize, okay, well, how much time am I willing to spend on getting to know someone because it takes time just like it did with our spouses you know we didn't just 
it wasn't just great and comfortable and all the great conversation the first time or two. And then really that does go back to the, you know, that's where the coaching comes in the thought work of like, you know, if that mother responded that way, or if it's kind of awkward, you know, asking yourself, so what am I making this mean? Mm. It could be something going on with her. Like, Mm-hmm. They could have had just like a diaper crisis or, you know, she got an emergency phone call or just she's stressed out and, or she's awkward. And she's like, I don't know how to talk to this lady. I want to. So really just making those choices ahead of time on how much effort you're going to put. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think a hundred percent, like as I'm looking back at all those struggles for myself personally is this expectation, like Katie Mae was saying, or this ideal in my own head, whether it was from somebody else's post I saw on social media or whatever I thought and made up in my mind of what friendships had to look like to where I wasn't realizing that I had friendships right in front of my nose. Um, it just didn't look like what I thought it was going to look like. Like it wasn't us having sleep, you know, adult mom sleepovers or like, you know, brunching every other weekend or whatever. It was like us being acquaintances and maybe catching up here and there or being there for each other you know, randomly here and there and, you know, whatever, like, so I think that's kind of what I was getting to was sometimes we think friendship is, or has to be a certain thing, which I think we talked about a little bit earlier as well of like in this box. I'm like, sometimes we, that makes us miss out on like the greatest, even smallest of friendships that can be so beautiful and so meaningful. And, and yeah, like, I, I just don't want us to miss out on that because we think it has to be a certain way. I don't know. And sometimes people just aren't your people. Yeah. And like, you're trying to make them your people. Cause mm-hmm. I've had that experience where like, I was, you know, part of a group, but I never really felt like I was part of the group. Mm-hmm. And I was always like trying to uh, make, like, I was nervous to hang out with them or mm-hmm. I was trying to appear in a certain way. And like, even when I was going through things, they weren't really there for me. And that said a lot. Right. But I was still like trying to make them, I was still trying to fit in. And it's like, I was a little bit resentful and just hurt by it for a while of like, well, you know, you'd think that they would check on me or, you know, but it was just like clear that that they probably just weren't my people. And I was trying to make them my people for whatever reason. And like, that's totally okay. You don't have to fit into every group because there are, there will always be another friend or another group of friends who really actually care about you and who you don't have to try to be someone that you're not. Mm-hmm. How has God worked on y'all like throughout your, you know, year after year through your friendships? How do you think he's changed your either perspective of friendships, your, um, how you're viewing them, cultivating them? Like, how do you think that that's changed over the years? Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's, it's about kind of what Katie was saying earlier, like that we're, we're all going to evolve and, you know, maybe every friendship doesn't go along with you on that, that evolving um, journey. And then some will always be your friends. Like, I feel like there's just friends who will always be part of my life, right. Whether they're like an active part of my life or not. Um, But I think one big revelation for me is that like, I don't have to be the same person that I always was. Like, even if it's awkward for some people that like, now I'm just like in love with Jesus and that's what I want to talk about. And that's who I want to be. And I don't want to sit and gossip with you. Right. Like 
I can, I can still stand in who I am today and still be a good friend to them. And I've always been kind of like that kind of counselor for my friends. And I've always been fine with that. Like I just naturally am the person who like people will come and give like, give me all their stuff, tell me how they're doing and not ask how I am, which is Mm -hmm. like, I'm totally good with, like, it does not bother me at all. Um, And just, I think being the light in the world when it's like everyone is in chaos all the time and we can kind of be that light for our friends who maybe don't have that close relationship with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And how cool is it that you can, you can kind of be that person for people, right? Like no matter the chaos that's going on in your own life to have that personal relationship with God and just let that be reflected in your own friendships and relationships. Um, So I think he's worked on me in so many ways and just knowing that you can love people no matter what season they're in, no matter what season you are in. And, uh, and there's always, there's always room for more. I just, I was just reading something like, Oh, who was it from? I wish I could remember. I don't even think it's like a Christian thing, but it's like make, make horseshoes, not circles. Cause there's, there can always be room for more. And I, I just that. love that. Mm-hmm. You can always sit with us. Yes. <laughs> We don't want to be the mean girls anymore. Right. No, I feel like for me that God has just revealed to me what a gift friendship is, you know, after we got married and I had talked about, it was almost like, I don't know, at that point it was like my husband and I, and like my friend circle was pretty much gone, you know, as mm-hmm. I had known it and just kind of jumped into the whole marriage thing, babies thing. And we, so the industry that he worked in that we then worked in together was the commercial roof coating industry, which is totally a man's world. And so for like 12 or 13 years, I was just in this man's world. And that's, I don't know, that's all I knew. And then within the last probably like three years, I, it's like God started showing me what I was missing. And so as I stepped forward in obedience, honestly, for me, it was in launching the podcast and pursuing life coaching certification and just like opening up my heart, putting myself out there, stepping forward in obedience. God has opened the doors to so many new relationships and friendships with the most amazing women as a direct result, as a gift of blessing, as I've stepped forward in obedience. And that has just been the coolest thing. And my heart is like overflows with gratitude for all these women that I've got to meet, which again, has just been a result of stepping forward in obedience. I feel like friendship truly is such a gift from God. Mm, Yeah. I think for me personally, like, um, you guys were saying all these, you know, having expectations and looking for friendships and looking for these things and these other women, I think for me, Looking back, um, which it was a struggle and it was hard because I could see all these other women cultivating all these friendships and all these things happening, which, you know, when you, when you don't have it, it's like magnified in your face. Right. So you feel like you're the only one and like, why me, God, like what is going on? But I, I look back and I'm like, you know what? the, the lack of, or where I felt like there wasn't any, it was for him being like, Hey sister, like girl, you need to work on yourself. Like you can't give somebody what you don't have. Like you can't show up to be a friend for them and expect them to be this friend that you want in your mind. Um, because you, you're not ready. Like you're, you're not ready. You're not there. And so like, when I look back, I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, I get it. Like I, it was rough, but it was, it gave me the opportunity to work on myself, to 
um, learn what my voice is, who I am, um, and then also be content with who I am and and what I have and what God's gifted me because I was so focused. I was so hyper-focused on this one thing that I was lacking, that I was missing out on, you know, this relationship of friendship that I had with my husband, this, you know, like all these other things. And so sometimes I feel like we can get in that space where we're so focused on, you know, social media because all these girls are posting all these things and, um, or whatever. But, but like Katie Mae was saying, maybe there isn't a relationship there or friendship circles there because there's something else going on deeper and I feel like for me, that was the case of like, hey, you have to learn how to be a friend because mm-hmm. you, you don't know how, like, you know, and I feel like that's okay to say. And I feel like that's okay to, um, to be in that space and to, and, and to take a step back and be like, okay, I know my time is coming. I know he has those people for me. I know, I know, I know, like, and just trusting and believing and having that faith because um, if, if this is an example enough, this group of me reaching out to Ryan and then being like, hey, do you want to get on this podcast, you know, like, and do these talks together? And she was like, hey, I know somebody. And then, like, it turned into, hey, I know somebody, I know somebody, right? And then, like, now we have this cool, awesome group of six <laughs> women who I've never met in person. We've, I mean, has, have any of us met in person? I don't even know. Brian and I have. Oh, <laughs> cheaters. It's not fair. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and, and different seasons of life, different places in, in the world. And just, and just so how amazing it is when you wait and trust and have faith in the Lord that he will provide. Um, and, and then, yeah. And then that way, and also being in a season of like, Hey, I want to be able to show up in and as my best self. Um, do I have any last words? I want to, I wanted to um, ask you guys too, before we end of like, what is your most embarrassing mom moment trying to make a friend? Because we've all done it. We've all done it. (laughs) I, well, I just want to say something and then I'll answer that. But I just, I love that it's been touched on that. We just all, we all want a sense of belonging. Mm. We all want to be seen and we all want to be heard and known. Mm -hmm. And I think the bravery comes out when you do try and you do put yourself out there in a healthy way. And then it continues to grow and grow and grow. And some of my strongest friendships as a mom started because of doing just mom life together. When I had four under four and it was like, I don't know who I am. I I can barely like get three (laughs) diapers done in one minute. Like, and it, it was women coming in and out of, of my house and being like, I can't go anywhere, but you can come here and this is my mess. And yes, I have a wild child that I don't know how to control and hello. Like I, I don't know how to do life right now. (laughs) And those are some of my strongest friends because it started with, this is real life. And I, and like the poo has hit the fan and if you want to come in, awesome. And some of my best friends, even now were the ones that stepped in to that season of life with their mess too. Mm. And we both saw each other in whatever capacity we could see each other. And then it, it grew and it grew and it grew because we were, we were in those friendships invested to the core of who we were, like what you were saying at the very beginning of like, do you look at them as a mom first and then a woman? But actually in those friendships, I feel like I saw them as 
moms and us just doing life side by side. Mm. And then it's evolved into such a broader picture of like, you know, walking through really hard marriage stuff and walking through child diagnoses and surgeries and, you know, all of these things. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's such a gift that, that we can have that opportunity to be brave and invite someone into that space and, um, yeah, and just evolve into those places. All right. So here's my funny story. So, um, some of, you know, my story about, um, uh, when I was young mom, I basically was like, uh, come to Jesus moment. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope this is real, this whole Jesus thing. And, um, at that point it was like, what is the Holy spirit? I've never really like actually talked about the Holy spirit. I want to know more. And so this lady was, um, at a Bible study, gave a talk, no joke, like within the next couple of weeks on who is the Holy spirit. And she was the same age as me. And she got off the stage, like beautiful, beautiful woman, super intimidating. Like she was an old Roxy model for, you know, Roxy, the brand. Um, anyway, so she comes off the stage and I like pull her (laughs) in the back of the room. I was like, I need you. (laughs) And she was like, yes. And I was like, I really need you to be my friend. And she was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, can, can we go to coffee? Like, like tomorrow? <laughs> and she, she was like, sure. Why not? And so that was definitely the most embarrassing. Like, yes, I need you. And you are my friend. From here <laughs> on. <laughs> and she is, she's one of my closest friends now. So. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that you said that though. I wanted to go back real quick and I know we're running out of time, but like of this idea of like, just let them in. Like, I think that is another thing that, um, sometimes we don't see as these walls that we put up of like, not, or assuming a certain thing and not giving them the opportunity to make their own choice. Like my house is messy, so I won't invite them over. Well, you took away that choice for them. So now they can't step into your life or, um, you know, or all these other things of like, well, she won't like this. So I just won't text her or maybe, you know, or she didn't text me back. So, um, she probably doesn't like me. So then you're taking away her opportunity, right? Because maybe life got her caught up and then you didn't reach out like you should have. So you didn't give her the opportunity to be available, you know, when she was or whatever. And so, um, yeah, I really love that you mentioned that Kristen of like, let, just let people in, like, let it, let them into the middle of your messy motherhood. And, and then sometimes it'll work out and sometimes it doesn't. Well, I don't have an embarrassing, I couldn't think of anything, but I will highlight what you just said. Cause I hear this a lot about mm-hmm. the whole, not letting people come over to mm-hmm. your house. Like, listen, uh, mm-hmm. if you really want real friends, then you need mm-hmm. to show them your real dirt, mm-hmm. <laughs> your real dog hair and your real clutter. Because, <laughs> are, I mean, cause really, are your we poop, not your present- poop flooded RV and all? Yeah. Yes. Are we not presenting ourselves to be fake if it, mm-hmm. it's always put together? Cause that's mm-hmm. not real. So, um, I just want to publicly clear the air and say, listen, you know, we all say that we want, Oh, well, I need to tidy up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, you're missing out on life because when you get older, do you want to look back and say, wow, my house sure did stay clean. Or do you want to look back and say, I had awesome relationships with a messy cluttered house. And mm-hmm. it was, it was great. So you go you off go. Michelle. I love that. <laughs> oh, good. Preach. That's it. Close it out. That's it. <laughs> Spot on girl. I don't know. You have laundry and your baskets and on your couch right now. 
I do. Yeah. <laughs> or boxes and squatty potties. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I have an embarrassing moment. I mean, I feel like literally every moment of me trying to make friends is embarrassing. Um, reaching out to Ryan, who hardly knew me, was embarrassing. I was like, I don't know this girl, but I literally felt it in my bones to be like, reaching to reach out to her and I was like I'm gonna go for it whatever at this point I'm like 30 something and you know I have no I have no filter I don't care like come over into my poop filled RV like this is just how it is right so um I think and I'm so glad you did look what we have now this is so fun and so awesome and I just I don't know who said it earlier but how important it is like it doesn't matter if you can physically get together because like each of you have been there for me and like know things about me you know like my closest friends do and it's just so awesome to have women who truly care about you and I think everyone is searching for that in their lives right and maybe maybe a lot of people have already found their people but there are people out there for you and for um who need friendships too and love and prayers and all the things so I just love that we have this and we have a horseshoe, so anyone else is welcome. <laughs> welcome to my horseshoe. All right, ladies, thank you guys for hopping into the group, hopping on and talking about making mom friends in the messy middle. It is definitely hard. Um, and I want to just say, and if you guys have anything else to say, like to these mamas listening and watching, like we see you, sister, like we know that it's hard. It's not easy. You're sometimes stuck in the season of like taking care of all the little people and there's not a lot of time for going out there and mingling and finding and, and talking without running across the playground, trying to get somebody from, you know, jumping from a platform or off a slide or whatever. Right. So we know that that can be you. We know that like, and I just want to remind you that that is what it is. Like there, that is a season and it will have an ending and a new beginning will come. And you guys like, like Michelle was saying, like everybody else was saying, like Kristen was saying, let people in, let people see what you're about, see your life, your true self and invite them in because it's, if you don't give them the opportunity, then you'll never know. And if they don't, then okay. Oh, well move on. Like it's like a revolving door of mom Tinder. We just got to keep swiping, right? Like until we find the right match. Um, so with that being said, do y'all have anything else you want to add? I don't know. I think we covered a lot. All right. So I am so glad you guys listen in and I hope you guys tune into next week when we hop in another Facebook group of ours um, and do another recording on another topic that is going to be awesome and um, honest and brutally good and good for your soul filled with tough love, I'm sure. So thank you guys so much for watching and listening in and we will catch you guys next time. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often, I will read reviews and give shout outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.